the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. You know, I do appreciate Daryl Rowland of the Dispatch responding via social media. I would welcome him in studio or dispatch editor in studio or any of them. I will extend that invitation uh, online because he made the point that, you know, we're down the middle and we're not trying to make anybody look good or look bad. And I said, well, then uh, explain the coverage of House Bill 616 and House Bill 454, where your coverage has all been negative, not one standalone Story from anyone advocating for either bill, House Bill 616, which would outlaw indoctrinating kids in sexual ideology and gender identity, kindergarten, first, second, third grade. Fourth grade, which is way too soon, would be allowed. The dispatches run over 20 stories negative toward that, an editorial from like nine different people, including a transgender hairstylist from Dayton. Have they been able to find a faith leader in town, say, I don't know, Pastor John Coates or uh, Bob Bernie, my colleague here, me, uh, any one of a number of tiger moms in Olentangy, Dublin, Hilliard, Upper Arlington that I could introduce them to, citizens to write standalone pieces advocating for House Bill 616? Uh, No, they have not been able to find that person. They have not asked to find that person. And the reason why they have not been able to find that person or ask that person is because They don't have any interest in hearing from that person. And House Bill 454 would protect kids from life-altering surgeries and chemical procedures that they undergo when they are experiencing, they think, gender dysphoria. But that's also been demonized. 100% of the time, when mentioned, in the Columbus Dispatch, did they quote any of the uh, House testimony on that, including from the mom who talked about her daughter and how they were given no options except to give their daughter debilitating, life-changing drugs, and then they got her tested somewhere and found out that though she was 17 years of age, she had the mental capacity, emotional capacity of a 9-year-old. Did, was that quoted in the dispatch? Well, you know, shockingly, it was not, because it conflicts with their worldview. So I am more than welcome to have any dispatch editor sit across from me here. I promise I'll be civil, but I will not be shy because I know their business. I know their game. I used to work in it. It's the reason why I'm ashamed of the journalism business Because journalism has a role in a free society, and it is to ask difficult questions and hold people accountable. A free press is essential to that. And most of the press now has gone ideological. Every major network, 
and I'm talking about ABC, CBS, NBC, cable networks are not major networks. They're a network, but they're not a broadcast national network. But most of the cable networks are also similarly ideologically aligned. And you know that as a listener to this show, whether it's on 94.5 in Dayton or 98.9 here in Columbus. You know that things are slanted and that you get some portion of the story, but you don't get all of the story. The people who are responsible are not accountable. Joe Biden is the president. He doesn't think he's accountable on anything, right? The economy's great. It's fantastic. What's wrong with you people? And similarly, uh, the January 6th committee, a congressional committee, this means typically that you have People from one side of the aisle, Democrats are in control of Congress, so in control of the House, so they should have more people on the committee. I have no problem with that. But Republicans get to name their own representatives to the committee. It is protocol for the Speaker of the House to rubber stamp whoever the opposite party leadership wants on the committee. And Kevin McCarthy wanted Jim Jordan on the committee, and Nancy Pelosi said no. Said no. We will have only people who are singing from the same hymn book as the rest of us. So here's a question that will not get asked in the January 6th hearings. It was asked in a Senate hearing by Ted Cruz when he had an FBI flack across from him several months ago. And it was a great question and a great series of questions because Cruz is a phenomenal litigator and it still is a question that cries out for answering because we have seen on videotape this mysterious figure named Ray Epps goading people to go into the Capitol the night before the January 6th riots. But here we are. We're going to get to the bottom of this in prime time. I mean, what better way to garner ratings in prime time, Mr. ABC TV executive who's charged with turning this into CSI Washington, than to expose Ray Epps. But see, Ray Epps doesn't fit the Democratic narrative. And so this question by Ted Cruz won't be repeated. It won't be mentioned, and it certainly won't be answered. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, Did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well... There are a lot of well, people who are understandably very are concerned, understandably about, Mr. concerned about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered. And there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange 
that the crowd began chanting, Fed, 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 Fed. Ms. Sanborn, was Ray Epps a Fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. The next day. The next day. On January 6th, Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. Did Mr. Epps urge them to tear down the barricades? Sir, similar to the other answers, I cannot answer that. It's not that she doesn't know the answer. It's that she won't give an answer. And we had the same circumstance of responsibility without accountability the other night on CNN. I've been wanting to play this for you. I'm glad I didn't until now because it fits perfectly into this conversation about responsibility and accountability. Here is Don Lemon trying desperately to keep his job at CNN now that they are committed to being more down the middle rather than hyper-partisan with uh, White House Reader-in-Chief Corinne Jean-Pierre. She is black, she is gay, but she is not someone with a brain capable of answering a question without reading the answer someone else has supplied for her, but she is enough of a bootlick that when Don Lemon asks a fair question about Joe Biden, she tries to shame him and does everything but answer it. Does the president have the stamina, physically and mentally, do you think, to continue on even after 2024? Don, you're asking me this question. Oh, my gosh. He's the president of the United States. You know, he, I can't even keep up with it. We just got back from New Mexico. We just got back um, from California. Uh, That is, that is not a question that we should be even asking. Just look at the work that he does. Look what he's, how he's delivering uh, for the American public. Mm. Look, that. That what that 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 article that we're talking about is hearsay. It's mm. salacious. Mm. That's not what we care about. It's not. Well, it's what we care about. The New York Times wrote the article. It quotes David Axelrod. It quotes people on the record saying Joe Biden does not have the mental fitness to run for president again. It's not a question we should be asking. Wait a minute. You have people saying that the sitting president is not mentally fit to be president. Only in her world does she think that question shouldn't be asked. That shouldn't should be asked and answered. We've spent the first 45 minutes today on the Bruce Hooley Show talking about the necessity for the merger of responsibility and accountability. You are accountable when you're the president of the United States, when you are a U.S. congressperson, when you are a parent, you are responsible. But are you accountable? Do you take failures in your leadership, in your stewardship of relationships and other things, do you own them? Do you apologize for them? Or do you justify them? And do you obfuscate when it comes to them? Do you search for... Instead of accountability, do you search for deniability? And sometimes it happens that you have um, responsibility, and the people who are in supervision of you believe that you did something wrong, and they want to hold you accountable, but you are not accountable, in fact, because you did nothing wrong. But they want to hold you accountable because, well... 
then it makes them look good. Remember the Border Patrol agents back in September when we had the first major surge of migrants to the border? These migrants came from Haiti. Now, if you know anything about Haiti, uh, you know it is an island. (laughs) And if you, like me, were wondering, how did you get to the southern border from Haiti? I thought Haiti was like super, super poor. Not a lot of flights out of Haiti that people who live in Haiti can afford, but they made it to South America somehow, and there were thousands of them camped under a bridge trying to get across our border. And the Border Patrol agents, whose job it is to keep them from coming across our border or crossing the river, which is dangerous to them, and is a violation of the law, the Border Patrol agents, several of them on horseback, were pictured cutting off those Haitian migrants trying to get into Texas coming out of the river. And the Border Patrol agents were accused of using whips. Whips, I said. And it looked really, really bad because here you had Border Patrol agents on horseback and you had uh, black migrants trying to get into the country. And it set off a mislabeling of the event as rekindling pictures from the slave era. Uh, Here was uh, border czar Alejandro Mayorkas talking about the border agents whipping migrants. Our entire nation saw horrifying images that do not reflect who we are who we aspire to be, or the integrity and values of our truly heroic personnel in the Department of Homeland Security. Now that was bad, but then Joe Biden said this, which was worse. To see people treated like they did, horses barely running over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. They will be an investigation underway now, and there will be consequences. Hmm. They will get a fair trial after which they will be hanged, essentially, is what Joe Biden said. And so now we know via Fox and Bill Malusian, who's done outstanding reporting at the border, that the agents who have been on leave and who were found not, I said not, to have committed any kind of criminal act against the migrants will nevertheless be sanctioned for administrative violations administrative violations uh what administrative violations well we're not supposed to know about administrative violations that's all supposed to be kept secret in house right is your personnel file on display for all to see no it is not it is your personnel file your personal file but see if the democratic party Mayorkas, Biden, and others can't make a public spectacle out of these border agents if they can't save face that these agents who were doing their job the way they were trained to do their job, not with whips, with split reins that are used to control their horses. Yes, those were not whips. Those were reins. Try to ride a horse without reins is pretty impossible. Horse has a mind of its own. The reins attached to the bit. The bit 
is used to control the horse. Got to have the bit, got to have the reins. So they were not whipping migrants with whips. They were reining their horses and getting their horses to move into the areas where the migrants were headed, hoping to keep the migrants from illegally entering our country. But that's not what the still photograph looked like to Alejandro Mayorkas or to Joe Biden or to anyone who was looking for something that wasn't there. And so these guys can't be fully exonerated because, you know, you heard what Joe Biden said. There will be consequences. Well, this is not going over big, as you might imagine, with National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd, who is not happy at all about what he sees coming for these Border Patrol agents. This is disgusting. Every single American citizen should be extremely upset about this. This is a president using his executive authority to go after individuals. He wasn't able to get them criminally because that's out of his purview. He can't control what a jury would do, but he can control the administrative process. These are executive branch employees. The the Office of uh, Professional Responsibility, they fall under the executive branch. Because of what the president said, these investigators had no choice but to find some sort of wrongdoing. And I promise you, we will vigorously defend um, these uh, uh, these allegations against these agents. We know that they did nothing wrong. We know that it was a powder keg. We know that w- they were sent there to do a specific job, and they did that job, and now they're coming back to be vilified. This is President Biden using his political powers to go after what he perceives as political enemies. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's the whole mantra of the Democratic Party. That's why Joyce Beatty didn't vote for security for Supreme Court justices because Brett Kavanaugh is her political enemy. And if Brett Kavanaugh's children get hurt in the process of Joyce Beatty targeting Brett Kavanaugh, well, you know, have you ever tried to make an omelet without breaking eggs? Joyce Beatty is perfectly happy to break the eggs to make the omelet that gets rid of Brett Kavanaugh because it would, in her mind, get rid of the 5-4 ruling to overthrow Wade, Roe versus Wade. And Joe Biden is perfectly willing to break the eggs of these Border Patrol agents' careers because he needs to show that he is tough on those who are enforcing the laws of the United States of America. Now, you might have heard we have another surge of migrants headed toward our border. Uh, We could use every single border agent we have, but we're not using these two because they've been off since September. Off since September. They can't work. They were cleared of all criminal wrongdoing. They still were not allowed to go back to work. They wanted to go back to work. Why did they want to go back to work? Because they are responsible and because they are accountable. But unfortunately... They work for people who are responsible, but definitely, definitely not accountable. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.